the statistics are telling us mm-hmm. that year on year, Turks prefer new properties. And we know the reasons for that. 40% of the market is made up of brand new properties. I was shocked that how low this number was seven, eight years ago. You know the landscape, but that you try to invest in centrally stuff. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to yet another episode of Straight Talk. I have to say that I'm sorry for doing it this late. I mean, you will be receiving your episode at your normal time, but right now it's what, 6 p.m. now? It's almost dark. And in Istanbul, it's all dark. We're probably looking like zombies right now, especially Mr. Cameron. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. It has been a long day. (laughs) Yeah, so please show some understanding and show (laughs) some compassion. Anyway, we got a lot of data today. For the ones out there who likes data and information, this episode is definitely for you. But for those who really aren't that big on data and numbers, this episode, you can skip it. Look, Justin Mays uh, and me, uh, we basically love data, we love our numbers. Mr. Cameron Diggin, not so much because he can't handle numbers at this day and age. He's like, you know what? I had my days and now I'm kind of like, making emotional decisions. He's, he's, a, he's a kind of guy who speaks with his heart, right? Indeed. And, um, you know, I find that it's a better way of doing it. Really. True. I mean, yeah. you, you have a finance background. I mean, don't get I, me wrong. I do have a finance background. Yeah. I'm just joking. Mr. Cameron, again, it's always all about numbers. And today we're doing supply versus demand in Istanbul. True. Now let's start with our first chart. Our first chart is the annual number of sales in Istanbul. Okay. Now this is a, this is an interesting one. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to read out the numbers now and I'm going to ask you a question, all right? Yeah. So, the year 2013, the total number of sales in Istanbul 234,700 something. The brand new properties that were sold that year, the year 2013 was only 7,600. Year 2014, 225 total number of sales. 12,600 is the number of brand new sales. So the brand new sales doubled. Almost. Year 2015, 239 total number, 13,600 are the brand new sales. 13,600. Year 2016, 232,000 is the total number, 12,000 is the number of newly built. Now, this is where it gets really, really interesting. Year 2017, Mm. 238 is the total number 66,000 are the newly built. That from 2013 to 2017, 13, 14, Mm -hmm. 15, 16, 17. There's a gradual increase. Total number of residential units sold in Istanbul are pretty much the same. Yeah. So the graph is not really moving up or down too much. It's quite a stable, solid market in terms of what the market sells. But within the total number the portion of new builds Mm -hmm. is increasing dramatically because in 2013 as a a percentage uh, 7600 divided by 200 and whatever gives you what do you have a calculator 3.2 percent okay in 2017 the same figure is 27 percent so basically new builds moved from 3.2% to 
to oh. 27% in four years. Yes. So in 2013, newly built homes represented just above 3% of the total sales in Istanbul, whereas in 2017, the same figure moved to 27, almost 30%. And that's so, 2017. Yeah, so in four years, there is such a significant growth in sale of new built properties, which means, to me, it indicates that the market in Istanbul is actually hungry for Newly new built, built yeah. properties, new, modern, possibly luxury. Okay, 2018, 334 total number, 70,000 newly built. Again, about one third, gone. Yeah, year 2019, gone. 237,000 is the total number, 92.5 thousand are the newly built. Okay, what's 92.5 divided by 237? So 40%. Almost 40%. Yeah. So basically in 2019, 40% of everything that is sold in Istanbul was brand new. Was brand new. Yeah. There's such a huge demand, increasing demand towards these newly built properties. And I mean, it is, it is only natural when you take a look at the Istanbul real estate. Dude, you know? in six years, the portion of new built sales to total sales moved from 3% to 40%. To 40%. Well, I think what it tells to the foreign investor is that newly built properties are becoming more and more desirable. So if they're looking at a strong exit strategy, they wouldn't go wrong by investing in the right location and in the right types of new build properties because certainly the statistics are telling us mm -hmm. that year on year Turks prefer new properties and we know the reasons for that of course we know why Turkish people in Istanbul in particular I, I wasn't shocked that right now the 30% 40% of the market is made up of brand new properties I was shocked that how low this number was seven, eight years yes. ago. Well, I mean, you have to realize that um, in the last six, seven years, there has been a massive renaissance almost yeah. in Istanbul of new properties, new developments, mm -hmm. and particularly regeneration efforts. Mm -hmm. I, I have a friend who is actually American and who was living in China. We went to one of those projects, high rises. I forgot about the name of the project, but it, 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 was, it was something in Ayub, okay. okay? With a lot of high rises, gated community, so much and green that, area yeah. and all that stuff. I said to the, the guy said to me, you know what? This place looks like a concrete jungle made. I mean, I don't care about those greeneries and you know, the gated community and stuff, it's just, to 15 floors and too all of those yeah, yeah. too much concrete I wouldn't live in there I told the guy you know what I would do you know why I would live here have you seen the rest of Istanbul yeah. it's all local apartments lacking a lot of infrastructure yeah. not even you know properly built yeah. and etc I mean this is you know what this table tells me it tells me that the buying trend right now in Istanbul is definitely towards the newly built apartments the newly built pro projects and plus one more thing is the earthquake exactly is the city ready for the earthquake exactly. and exactly there is it's, it's actually it's actually a big reason now that people are not going towards older properties true, true. they're going with true. brands they're going with true. You know, people don't uh, want to names take the risks. that exactly people, because because as you know, up until year two thousand and two, mm -hmm. there were 
no proper earthquake regulations in yeah, the, 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 the building sector in Turkey. In other words, um, although of course, of course there are always regulations, but these regulations were not strict enough and they were not properly enforced. As a result, in 1999, when we had quite, uh, the unfortunate mm -hmm. large earthquake that affected Istanbul, mm -hmm. um, we had a great number of um, fatalities, unfortunately. Yeah. Any properties that were built after 2002, by law, have to be earthquake compliant. It's true. Um, and it is enforced. So when you look at the older properties then, um, you know, you find yourself in a, in, in a position where you have quite big question marks looming, looming, looming over them. So that in itself, um, that in itself discourages people from buying all the properties. That's one reason. And the second reason really is that unlike other European capitals, say mm. take London, mm -hmm. take Paris, take Rome and, 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 and cities like that, um, when you say all the properties in these cities, mm -hmm. although they are very old, they are very desirable mm -hmm. because they have what we call period features, like like the Victorian houses, special types of ceilings, special types of carvings, and mm -hmm. what have you. A Georgian house has this, you can tell it from outside. Yeah. It, it has period features, um, and they are highly desirable. In fact, in fact, in in, in a great in, in a great majority of London new properties are less desirable than old properties mm. because new properties are kind of seen as well you know um cooperative style yeah. uh, you know kind of housing associations their, their time will you know? pass but victoria exactly like whereas the older properties they've been there for 100 plus years yeah. stood the test of time they offer something of the period nostalgia the history so they're highly desirable whereas in istanbul when you say an older property, you generally refer to properties built 20, 30, 40 years ago, yeah. 50 years ago. And the truth of the matter is, is that great majority of them are very poorly built. They're yeah. shabby, shanty. Yeah. They, they leave a lot to desire. So when you confront it with the market fundamentals as they are in Istanbul, mm -hmm. that show a massive difference to other European cities, it is no surprise really that new modern contemporary properties are more and more being the choice of True. Istanbulites. Yeah, and, and I think that's where the buying trend is. That's, that's, that's where what, the buying trend definitely that's where, is. Yeah. That, that's where the foreign investors should look because as you always say, the exit strategy, 95% of the market is, is made up definitely of better. Turks. So you have to look at what Turks are buying and, you know, Let's no, look at way. demand and supply now. Okay. How much stock have we got in Istanbul okay. as of today that is unsold? Okay. Because we get this question this a lot. This we get this demand. question a lot. Okay, this was the demand. Yeah. Okay. Demand, we got the demand. How much is being sold? Around 230,000 a year is what's is sold. being sold. Yeah. And right now, 40% of that is uh, brand new properties. That's and it. I have a gut feeling that this year it's going to be over 50%. True. Yeah because of certain incentives and et cetera. They were given policies. after COVID, yeah. yes. Okay, right now, as of March <coughs> 2020, yeah. as you know, these, these numbers come uh, quarterly. I was able to find the March numbers. March 2020, the current number of stock is 268,000 in Istanbul. Yeah. If we extrapolate that in, that, that in 2020 and beyond, say mm -hmm. over the next two to three years, yeah. the 
demand for new built properties will be between 100 to 120,000 in yeah. Istanbul, which you can easily extrapolate over the last six, seven years. It moved from 3% of the total to 40% of the yes. total. So if you extrapolate, even not so aggressively, a lot, you know, a lot more modestly. Two years. Then that means that the stock we have is no more than two years demand. Exactly. And we do have people who sometimes, um, who sometimes make comments generally foreign investors such as, oh, Istanbul seems to have a huge amount of surplus stock. There seems to be a lot of unsold properties all over Istanbul. Well, well, facts and figures okay. show otherwise. You know what they have to do? To ik, T-U-I-K dot gov T-R, G-O-V-T-R. This is the government's yeah. statistical go there look at those figures please, please do yourself. provide it yes and they, yes. they they all have it in english as well yes so go there and look at very the data, very okay? very useful statistics yeah. so based on their statistics istanbul yeah has no more two than years, two man. years two years maximum stock. two and a half years so a massive city like istanbul yeah. two years stock is nothing that's what i'm saying so that means that a lot of what appears from the outside yeah may not necessarily be correct true so please do not try to um, evaluate the real estate market dynamics in Turkey and more particularly in Istanbul without getting your facts and figures right. Correct. With a very, very diverse range of demographics mm -hmm. and two, a city whose dynamics are very, very different to most other European cities. So you can't really compare. Now we said that the number of stock in Istanbul currently sits at 260,000. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where in Istanbul though? In which area? Oh, have you got it? Okay. Region yeah. by region. I have it region by region and I'll tell you the eight areas that have the most number of stock in Istanbul. All right. Now, number 1 is Kadıköy with 26,480 units. 26,400 units. Kadıköy by far. Number 2 is Beylikdüzü 17.8 Maltepe 16.6 and then comes Esenyurt 16.6 then comes Başakşehir 13.7 then comes Küçükçekmece 12.7 Bahçelievrer 11.8 thousand available right. stock right. right now right. now okay what does this tell us basically well look, except except for Kadıköy all the others Except are in for the Kaduke, outskirts of all the, the European continent, right? Exactly as I would expect. Because okay. I would expect to see a high number of stock in Esenyurt, mm -hmm. in Beylikdüzü, mm -hmm. definitely Başakşehir. Mm -hmm. These are areas that I would naturally expect to see a higher than average level of unsold stock. Yeah. And this is exactly what I advise my clients. Don't go there for investment. Yeah. Stick to central Istanbul because demand is definite. Demand and supply equilibrium in central Istanbul definitely is stronger and better than outskirts. True. Just to refresh that all of the outskirts that I named, the number of stocks were there was above 15,000, 16,000. Okay. Now, in central Istanbul, Shishli, which is where we are right now, the, the heart number of, of Istanbul. Stock, 
The number of stock is 6.6 thousand. Beşiktaş, 6 thousand. Then comes Beyoğlu, 2.2 thousand only. Yeah. Then Kaatane, 6.9 thousand. Then comes Eyüp Sultan, 2 thousand. Then comes Zeytinburnu, 2.6 thousand. Now there is well, a... Well, look, this is something very interesting. You must have heard me advising clients all the time, you know, quite a few times. Yeah. In terms of where to invest, I kind of pick areas and say these are my recommendations in terms of areas. Three of those areas are on that list: Ayub, Kautane, and Shishli. And Shishli. Well, I, I I kind of recommend a few districts of Shishli. I don't yeah. recommend Shishli as a whole, but yeah. I recommend certain districts within Shishli. Yeah. But it's Shishli. Yeah, Shishli. Eyüp, Kautane. Yeah. Three of the areas that I very, very strongly underline. Yeah. Look at these areas for investment. Yeah. Well, and if it needs to be affordable, of course, you're not going to buy it in Etila. You're not going to buy it in Levin because it's going to cost you a few million dollars. Yeah. But you can buy a decent family home in Beylikdüzü, in Başakşehir, Bahçeşehir, Silivri. These are the outskirts we talked about. Yes. So you you know what motivates you is not so much the return on investment is yeah. family life yeah. family living then there are ed- well, other areas then that there you are need to look so at. many amazing areas mainly on the outskirts where you'll get a lot more space so yes. it's as we say um, horses for courses really I mean space right yeah again now that concludes our episode what an episode this was. What are we going to do next? A lot has been said. Next. We talked about doing the earthquake thing. Yeah, but I don't but know But then about you that. said to me, we don't want to scare people away or off. Yeah, because people don't really have an idea about, you know. I think everybody knows that earthquakes are natural phenomena, really. I think I, I don't I don't think we can but if you do well, want I mean, to know you about said it, it now everybody wants to, everybody if you, if you want, want to know, know about it, it the earthquake <laughs> yeah. map of turkey comment and, in down below know, how worried we should or shouldn't be then we will research yes and bring we're not it to experts you. so we're not we're not earthquake experts but yeah. we will do our research and we will bring as much as possible the facts and figures to you okay all right thank you very yeah. much cameron diggin thanks a lot. and guys uh with this whatsapp number you know that you can always reach out to us send in inquiries please put them there we'll read them okay make sure that we read them and thank you for staying this long and see you in the next episode